guys, welcome to Nihonjiverse Podcast, Episode 2. Uh, last week we talked about sort of our expectations and what we're wanting to do with the podcast. And this week we're going to be doing a little bit of anime review. Uh, now, you guys don't really know a lot about what we're wanting to do with anime review, because uh, we've never really done one, and you don't really know what sort of taste in anime we have. So hopefully you can find out a little bit about that today, and uh, yeah, uh, I think you'll enjoy it. Alright, so, first we have to introduce our anime uh, review factor scale. Alright guys, so our review factor, we have come up with five factor scale to rank our animes. One through five, with zero being the option for absolute atrocious. The highest possible score an anime can receive for scale is 25. And this scale is different with animes of coolness, plot, art style, wholesomeness, and... My personal favorite. So, without further ado, we're going to get started with this review. Eric, lead us off with the anime we're going to be reviewing, please. Alright, so the first one we've got up, uh, it's probably the best one out of this season. So we're starting pretty strong with Mushoku Tensai, uh, Jobless Reincarnate. Uh, personally, it's my favorite from 2021. Um, really can't be beat. There's there's not, not a lot really to say other than you should definitely check it out. It's available on Crunchyroll, Funimation and various other sites, I'm sure. But don't take his word for it. Take the internet's word for it. It has a high rating amongst new anime. And let me tell you, whenever I look at this anime, I believe that we're hitting new heights with our producers and production work that they go into putting into these skits and stuff and shows for all the new viewers of anime. So, without further ado, Let's introduce our rating scale for this anime. So, scale of 1 to 5 for coolness, I definitely have to give this one, uh, I'd say a 5. Uh, it's got, well actually no, I'll give it a 4. And it's, it's really really cool, it has a lot of epic moments, um, but I feel it's a, it could be a little cooler, if you will. So, for my coolness factor scale, I'm going to give this a 4.5. I mean, if you think about it, he came to this new world. It's, what are those called when they come to the new world, Eric? Isekai. So, this Isekai. It's not really an Isekai, because he, oh wait, yeah, it is, he died. Never mind. Yeah, he died. So, this Isekai brings you to a different kind of Isekai. Let's say... It's like reincarnation, but being born again, if you will. He comes into the world and he's very young and he has the incredibly strong abilities, actually abilities strong enough to be in an actual party. So for my coolness rating, I think I'm gonna have to give this dude a 4.5. All right, moving on next we have plot. Uh, it has an unbeatable plot. Definitely he can't get, um, can't get much better than that. I'm gonna have to give it a five. Um, yeah. yeah. So with the plot, I'm gonna give it a three. It's coming about, but it's not quite there yet. And there's definitely times where I'm ready for the next episode because 
I'm interested to see where it's going. But as far as exciting adventure goes, he has been given several curveballs at a very young age. And I'm looking forward to see what curveballs he can overcome next. So, about 3.5. Yeah. Well, moving on to art style. Um, Mushoku Tensai has a, a very good art style. Uh, pretty much matches up with the current art styles that we've got going on. Pretty, um, pretty, pretty standard I would say. It gets a little bit better um, at some of the like magic effects and things like that so for that reason alone I'm gonna give it probably a four. So the art style for me Eric I would say it's more like a coolness factor you know and uh, of course the art style and the coolness and all that. See it's still a new anime so that being it's a new anime they had to step up to the league and make sure it had that new anime kind of style to it and they delivered i would say that they delivered so with this one i'm going to have to give it a 4.5 all right so next on the list we have wholesomeness uh, this anime has a couple wholesome moments, but it doesn't really, really go for the wholesome factor. It actually sort of strays away from the wholesome factor, and I think it does that on purpose. So, um, I'm going to give it probably a 2, and I'm only going to give it a 2 because with 3 being sort of the standard, um, it goes a little under because he's a bit of a deviant, and we like that. Deviants. Right, Eric. So, with my wholesome factor, I'm going to have to give it a one. My main reason is because following with what I've learned about Moshiko Tensai, Tensai now is that it's more of like a serious joke kind of story anime. And it has its special scenes, if you will. That makes it extra, extra, extra. lucrative. Absolutely. Absolutely. But as far as being wholesome, you ain't getting it here. Move on. Absolutely. Next. The Boner Factor. Boner Factor. I'm going to give it a, a four. <laughs> I was wondering where he was going with that. I was like, uh. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give it a standard, standard three. Standard three. Standard. It, it's quality, but. Quality. <clears throat> Lollies. <clears throat> 44 year old Lollies, yes. 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 4.5. Right, moving on. <laughs> Next we have The Rising of the Shield Hero. And this one's one of my personal favorites. If you couldn't tell from the t-shirt that you can kind of partly see. A little bit, a little bit. Right, anyway. Uh, so, Rising of the Shield Hero is by far one of the best animes to come out in the past, I would say, five years. Um, it did so well in its opening year that they went ahead and confirmed season two and three before season one was even complete um and you know overall it's probably in my top three anime period so 
So, Rising of the Shield Hero for me was more heart-wrenching than I thought I would get out of the anime. Like, dude's got an indentured servant, sort of, but it's more like an ally, and he treats them like allies. He saved them, really. And they're not really something bad in it, but he's came from the bottom and he goes to the top. It's one of those things that you just you keep wanting to root for him, and then, of course, if you keep rooting for him, then... Eventually, he's going to get there, and he has several challenges he faces along the way, including with the other heroes of the country. So, without any spoilers, I'm going to say I want to give this a solid thumbs up. Yeah, right, solid thumbs up, absolutely. It it definitely has its dark turns, and we like that. We very much like that. It sort of gives you a little insight into modern mentality, really, uh, with. I, I would say it sort of points to um, some of the more abusive behaviors that you get from uh, women's role in society and men's role in society. So just sort of, it opens your eyes on some things. But moving forward into the coolness rating, I would have to give this one a solid five. I'm going to give my coolest, coolness rating for this one about... Let's say five. I'll go five. I mean, he's as cool as a cucumber in some pretty deadly situations. And when it comes to the ladies, he's like a clueless heartbreaker, if you will. So, I think a solid five for coolness. Absolutely. Moving on to plot, I also have to give this one a five. I can't complain about the story. I really, really like the story. Even reading the manga, I'm very interested in both the manga and the anime. So, uh, there's a lot, a lot to really expect from this anime. And it works out pretty good. So, I'm going to give this one about a four on the plot. My main reason is because it didn't explain his life before going to the New World or what kind of things he did before then. It shows that he's whisked into this New World, but it doesn't really give like a good background i mean unless they plan on doing it in the new seasons i would really like to know more about where he came from originally so i'm going to give it a solid four all right next we have art style uh art style definitely uh it's not lacking on that it has some pretty good pretty solid magic effects and the graphics and just in general character design are pretty good uh, so I'm pretty fond of that I'm gonna give it a four so art style for me was pretty solid for I don't really pay much attention to the art I ain't gonna lie to y'all it's more like if it looks cartoony I ain't about it but this one definitely has some great scenes in it, and I think they did a really good it's job. Serious. So, yeah, I'm gonna give this one a four. All right, and next we have wholesomeness. This one has some great wholesome moments, some very good wholesome moments. Uh, so I'm gonna give it a four and a half. Right, so I'm gonna give this one about a three, mainly because there is definitely wholesome moments. Don't get me wrong heart-wrenching moments and then there's times where the hero decides to change some other adventures names and well when you watch it it's you'll awesome. be surprised it's also awesome. don't listen to him it's about 
But anyways, moving on to the boner factor. Absolutely. So, Eric, what's your rating for this anime? Five. You care to explain to the audience? Actually, I'm going to change that. Four and a half. It, it could be a little better. Don't you explain. Explain! Okay, Dad. Because I am your father. Yes. It hits you in the feels and then it hits you in the nads. Uh... So, I'm going to have to give this one a solid 3.5, mainly because it has millionly wholesome moments. But then there's definitely moments when you're just like, oh shit. You know what I'm saying? And so, whenever you watch it, you kind of understand where we're coming from whenever it's kind of in between. Like, It's like one of those animes that perfectly balance around everything. And that's what you really want to find out of one. Now there's some that just kind of lean towards one side or the other, and that's great too. But yeah, about 3.5 for me. Moving on, we're going into No Game No Life. I think you should start this one off. So, so No Game No Life is literally one of my favorite anime. It's about a brother and a sister, and then there's No Game No Life Zero, which is about post-apocalyptic you know, world. And so there's humans, demi-humans, beast people, cyber people, just plenty of different kind of creatures. And to gain land in this one, you have to play games. And it's not like war games, it's more like board games or chess or card games or sometimes VR headset games. But the main deal about it is that humans are at a disadvantage because they have no special prowess or ability to be stronger than any of the other other races. So with this one, I want to have to say it is heart-wrenching. It is absolutely fantastic artwork in it. But let's go save that for the rating scale. So Eric, let's start us off with the rating scale if you would. Alright, so uh, first we have the coolness factor. Uh, I personally am going to give this one, I'm going to give it a 4. Right, so I'm going to give this one a 5 just because of how cold our main characters are and how well they pull off their skills. Moving on. Next we have the plot factor. For this one I'm going to give it a 4.5. Uh, the plot on this anime works out really, really well and actually I'm I'm hoping to see it continue. I'm hoping for another season. So the plot on this anime, if you're going with the regular No Game in Life, is about these siblings who are pretty damn good at playing games. So they end up saving the human race. So far, so good, right? We're looking forward to see if that actually happens. Considering that they haven't gotten that far yet, I'm hoping that the new seasons that come out for it reveal more of the topic. So for my plot factor, I'm going to have to give this a 5. Absolutely. Absolutely. Alright, and so next we have art style. Uh, for the art style, I'm... 
I'm not as big a fan of the art style of this anime. I do like it really well, but I'm only going to give it a three and a half. So art style for me, I like the vibrant colors. They're really good at using colors in their creations, and I definitely like the way they draw their characters. So it's going to go with five for me, but you know, I'm a big fan of this anime. Right. So wholesomeness. It has some wholesome moments, but it doesn't really have that many. It's a one. One. It's a one. It's a one. All right, let's keep going. Right. Boner factor. Absolutely. Five. There's nothing else I need to say. Just watch it and you'll get five. I promise you don't. Don't. Don't take my word for it. Just watch it. Just watch it. What are you still doing here? I said go watch it. Alright. Right. Next so, we have My Wife in Review. Eric's Wife in Review. Right, so after a long thought, soul searching process of going through the mountains and looking at the trees, I have decided I'm a complete degenerate. And so Eric has decided which one he would rather fuck. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so after some soul searching and some actual contemplation on this, uh, I narrowed down my options to Raftalia from Rising of the Shield Hero or Tuka from Gate. Um, and looking at them sort of character design wise, you know, they're both, both very, very good options. They're both pretty similar uh, in styling and ultimately I decided on Raftalia. My reason for that is because she's just, in general, all-around waifu material. The adult or young version? The audience needs to know. Adult. Good man. No lollies up in here. FBI, open up! <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, there you have it. We have Raptalia as Eric's number one pick. So... With that, I think we're going to end this episode. Thank you guys for joining in. I'd like to invite you to like, comment, and subscribe for more videos in your new favorite podcast. Nihonjiverse. Nihonjiverse. Click that bell, get out of hell. <laughs> Click that bell, get out of hell.